This is the Zen Nova Scotia podcast with talks by Cone Friends. If you would like to support and be part of our community, you can start by visiting zennovascotia.com. Today I was going to talk about the seventh precept. Facebook said I was going to talk about the seventh precept. But I found I was thinking about something else. So we'll get back to that. I found out last night that uh, a good friend of mine, his daughter is dying. She's uh, struggling with leukemia. And she's been given... They suspect it may be a week. I've been thinking about that. And my reaction to it, which was a lot of things at once. I knew she was sick, but I had last heard that she was getting better. And suddenly this and wanting to suddenly transport myself to where he was, wanting to be able to feel what he was feeling. At the same time, you know, if I'm honest, wanting to have some sort of profound view of this. And then feeling the things that we feel in these situations where, you know, I'm reading my phone and I'm seeing this news, this, this devastating news, and I'm processing that. And, and, and right in front of me, my children are trying to, they're kind of telling me a joke, and they're trying to get me to laugh. And it's funny. And I want to laugh with them. And I want to cry over here. And I, and I want, on some level, to be responding correctly. Right? I, want to, I want to have just the right response. And it feels very messy. It, it feels like I'm doing a lot of things, and, and, and none of them are quite it. So I woke up with this, and then this morning, uh, I turned on the computer and, and I was offered this article, the title of which was something like, The Culture of Privilege is All About Transcendence. It's a pretty good article. Speaking to this... Uh, this element in the culture that wants to take us away from suffering, to take us away from what's hard. It's, it's that aspect of the culture that says that you really should go to a spa or that you really need a day off, that you really need some me time.
I think we're flooded now with images of people in various states of bliss. I'm not even on anything like Instagram, but I see this all the time. You know, people are kind of, you know, they're getting that photograph of themselves jumping in the air or spread out on the beach. From all sorts of directions, we're being beckoned toward a place where things feel right. And we're being told that we deserve to have that experience. We deserve to have that space. That we should make the choices that take us to that. That's what's on offer. It got me thinking about this idea of transcendence. I use the word transcendence sometimes. We can misunderstand what that means. Transcendence is going beyond. What's being described in this article is something slightly different. It's like going outside of. It's stepping away. as if somehow you can step outside of your life and look back on it and get a clear view. To go beyond in a true sense doesn't mean that you leave anything behind. You can't. That's false. That's acting. You include it all. And maybe you go to a space, maybe you discover a place where you can hold all of that and it doesn't feel completely overwhelming to you. Maybe it doesn't feel as if you're buried under it. But it doesn't mean it's not there. It's always there. You know, from my friend, it will always be there. You don't dig your way out. Not completely out. You dig to a place where you can breathe. It's so critical in approaching this practice, and I'm glad there aren't newcomers tonight because this is so, this is probably not what you say on newcomers night. (laughs) It's so critical in this practice to give up on the idea that you're going to end up in a different place from where you are.
The idea that you will one day see the world through a lens that right now you don't have. That's not what's on offer here. We have a way of talking about this practice sometimes. We say that there's, there's no safe place to stand. And that's speaking to one side. It's speaking to this idea that, that that we should rest in, in this not knowing, in the uncertainty of it. That's one side. But there's another side in which, whether it's a safe place to stand or not, you stand there and you don't move. You do not move. You plant your feet and you understand this is where you are. And if it rains on you, it rains on you. Dogen said, when it's hot, be hot. When it's cold, be cold. And so you plant yourself. You stand in that one place. And you don't look away. And sometimes the sun will shine on you. Sometimes a child will come and say hello. Sometimes a dog will come and pee on you. But you don't move. That's vow. And it's reality. You give up on the idea that at the end of this, you're the Buddha. Drop that. If you're going to become something, and I've said this before, if you're going to become something, you become the tree underneath which the Buddha sits. You become the one who is steady. You become the one who does not flinch, even though it hurts even though it is uncomfortable, even though it is not what you wanted. This doesn't mean don't take care of yourself. This doesn't mean don't be kind to yourself. It simply means that the The field of your practice is where you are. It doesn't include a path to somewhere you're not. Where things feel the way you would like. Or where you see them in just the right way. You'll see things differently eventually. But it's the seeing that comes from refusing to look away. Not the seeing that comes from wearing magical glasses. 
not the seeing that comes from distance. Everything that you need to see is in front of you. We can't say that enough times. And everything that you need to see it is in your eyes. Now. That's the epitome of good news and bad news wrapped up in one package. (laughs) Don't aim for transcendence. Aim to know where you are. And that's where I'll stop. For more information about Zen, our practice, and how you can support and take part in our community, please visit zennovascotia.com.